0: welding instructor alex DeClaire knows vr training platforms like forge fx help students master their skills
1: there's a big learning curve with welding virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact
2: canva presents stories to keep you up at night it was an ordinary work day until the singapore presentation is at 3 a.m the office was shocked
0: Hi, it's Rachel Cook, your modern mentor. I'm the founder of Lead Above Noise, a firm specializing in helping leaders and organizations crack their activation codes, finding the simple tweaks to enhance both performance and engagement. So years ago, I listened to this interview with a researcher who had just written a book on traffic, like literal traffic, cars, highways, you know. And to write this, he had done a deep dive into thousands of traffic reports over the years. To better understand what causes these mysterious jams that, at least here in the U.S., we seem to encounter constantly. In the interview, he told the host, and I'm paraphrasing here from memory, that while his publisher made him title the book, Traffic, Why We Drive the Way We Do and What It Says About Us, what he really wanted to title the book after doing all this research was idiots. Because ultimately, over 90% of the time, according to him, that's what causes traffic. One person does something careless and literally everyone else on the road suffers the consequences. It always stayed with me. It was funny and honest and pretty revealing. But I'm not a traffic reporter. My jam is activating teams. So where am I going with this? Well, I see a clear parallel in a lot of the workplaces where I'm hanging out. As in, I step into a workplace where I'm seeing chaos or overwhelm or lack of collaboration or pick your pain point. And when I look under the hood of what's causing it, so much of the pain can be traced back to a small handful of senior leaders who don't realize how much chaos they are inadvertently creating. It's like they're causing traffic jams at work. Now, I'm not calling anyone an idiot. That is not great for my business. So maybe I'd call my book, Difficult Stakeholders. Like with bad drivers, we can't control them. So we need to learn to navigate safely around them. Let's talk today about some of the tough stakeholder behaviors that we tend to experience at work and how we might navigate to avoid an accident. The first is expecting the outlandish. Truth is, a lot of leaders who get to the top are the ones who are willing or able to get extraordinary amounts of things done. They often don't mind burning the candle at both ends. Frankly, it's probably what got them to where they are. So as a result, they tend to expect the same of the teams around them. They want everything done and done tomorrow. If this is your reality, what can you do to tame a leader's expectations without feeling like you failed them? Don't panic and don't apologize. This is your opportunity to show some strategic thinking, to not say yes and to not say no, but to be thoughtful about what's realistic and to present that in a compelling way. Brian, a client of mine, leads a team of recruiters within an organization. His team currently has about 32 open roles and his boss recently told him he wants every one of those roles filled by the end of the quarter. Brian could make this happen, but it would come at a cost. Either the quality of the hire would be lower, or his team might completely burn out, or they might end up having to spend more on this talent than they had budgeted for. So Brian could either apologetically say no, or he could sit down with his boss, discuss the trade-offs, and land on a plan that meets everyone's goals, realistically. He did the latter. And armed with all of the intelligence Brian provided, his boss opted to push the goal out by one full quarter, ensuring better talent on budget with zero burnout. So where do you have an opportunity to educate and negotiate with outlandish expectations? As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
2: Canva presents unexplained appearances. It was an ordinary workday until that presentation appeared out of thin air. Also, it's eerily on brand. Wait, did that agenda just write itself? Words appear, making this unexplainable case.
1: Unexplainable? It's Canva's AI tools. I can generate slides and words in seconds. Really? The real mystery is why I'm only learning this now. Canva.com, designed for work. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application.
0: Next, we've got whim tossing. This is another stakeholder issue I see a lot. It's when a leader has a lot of ideas, which is great, but they don't recognize that as soon as they speak one out loud, someone will take it as a directive. It's that leader who says, I wonder what would happen if, or I wish we could see. Leaders should muse, but they also need to be explicit about what's an idea, what's an ask, and what's a new goal. I've seen this play out a number of times. In a meeting, a leader will wonder, ah, I wonder what would happen if we added X feature to our product. And the next thing you know, product, marketing, and sales are all meeting to make it happen. By the following meeting, they're presenting it to the leader who's suddenly puzzled. Wait, did I ask for this? With these stakeholders who muse out loud and don't realize we take it as a directive, we need to coach them to be more specific about what they are asking for, for whom, and by when. In these moments, just pause and say, to be clear, is that something you'd like us to work on? Or is it just a thought you're having? Because they're inadvertently exhausting and confusing people and it is not productive. The next behavior is bystanding. These are the stakeholders that want the thing done, but they are not playing their role in making it happen. Like they need to show up to the meeting to weigh in on the plan. Or they need to make the decision that must be made to go forward or they need to deliver the resource, the money, the staff, the technology required to get the thing done. These stakeholders too often have high expectations, but they lack the understanding of what their accountability is to that outcome. And here's where you come in. Your job is to plan upfront as much as possible, to anticipate where you might hit roadblocks, to articulate clearly what you know you'll need, and to state what the impacts of any holdups will be. At a project's kickoff, communicate the resources you'll need, as well as what the impacts will be if they're held up. Will it affect the quality, the timeline? Make sure they know this early. Prepare your stakeholder for decision points that will arise. Put meetings on the calendar as early as possible to plan for those. But also state what will happen to the timeline if a decision isn't made by X date. Plan for what you know you'll need and state these needs explicitly. This is the best way to manage a bystanding stakeholder. And finally, we've got unclear expectations. This is the stakeholder who knows exactly what they want, but sadly, they are the only one who does. They speak in vague terms. They're envisioning a product update or a revamp of the patient experience, and they're really excited about it. But what it looks and feels like, it's squishy, and you have no idea how you'll know when you've achieved it. Here's your chance to make this stakeholder smart as in ask clarifying questions that help you to turn their conceptual thinking into tangible goals that are specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. Smart. By asking a stakeholder questions like, what exactly do you want this new product feature to achieve? Or what parts of the patient experience are we looking to repair? Or what questions will we ask our customers to determine whether we've achieved our goal? will help you to pull the specificity you need from this stakeholder, which sets everybody up for success. So if your workplace has some metaphorical reckless drivers, I hope you've found a strategy here you're ready to pick up and run with. Join me next week for another great episode. Until then, visit my website at leadabovenoise.com if your organization is looking to crack its activation code, dialing up performance, and employee engagement. You can follow Modern Mentor on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Find and follow me on LinkedIn. Thanks so much for listening and have a successful week. Modern Mentor is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Dan Firebend. Our director of podcasts is Brandon Getchus. Our podcast and advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our digital operations specialist is Holly Hutchings. Our marketing and publicity assistant is Davina Tomlin. And Cameron Lacey is our marketing contractor.